0: Morgan Wallen has done what only Garth did back in 1992, and Taylor Swift has done what only Dolly did in 1974 and 1982. Plus, if you've got a beard, you're doing better than most of us in bed. Men with these three sexy features are best in bed, according to the ladies. The conversation is coming up during this episode. is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second pack.
1: My name's Don and I'm Caddy's wife. The weather in Atlanta has been, like yesterday, it was the most perfect day. Just cool temperatures, blue skies, sunshine. We haven't seen the sunshine. You're like, what is that? What is that big orb in the sky? And everyone who's listening to us all across the country, everywhere, all 50 states, and then some We have listeners in Korea. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. Well, anyways, the weather's been questionable everywhere. So yesterday, I was like, I just wanted to leave. I wanted to go just throw on a pair of shorts and find a rope swing. Like at the Chattahoochee River. And like a 24-pack of Natty Lights, you know? Like you're skipping school. Blair some John Cougar Mellencamp. Not John Mellencamp. John Cougar. Okay. You know, from the 80s. But then I started thinking, like, this is the problem with like sneaky spring Which is what we're having now where it kind of sneaks up On you all of a sudden I'm not rope Swing ready
0: <laughs> When have you never
1: Oh I was in high school I, but well, I, mean, I don't mean it that way in college way at but I'm just saying like you know That period where you're like you're loving Your winter rebellious cl- well no I'm talking About like right now when you're wearing your winter clothes yeah And you're rebellious under your hoodies and stuff And you're kind of like I'm not going to put on shorts for a while I've got some time and then like sneaky summer comes and it's so pretty yesterday and you're like oh I want to go throw on out like my Daisy Dukes or something you're like oh I can't put one knee into my Daisy Dukes. You have know? you looked at
0: the calendar recently too? Like well, it's the end of February. It's
1: March next week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 70 degrees yesterday in Atlanta. First time we've hit 70 since November.
1: Are you Daisy year. Duke ready?
0: huh. I've, I've never in my life have been Daisy Duke ready.
1: Have you ever worn a pair of shorts?
0: I mm, no. There's like jean shorts. Yes. No. I've never worn a pair of jorts.
1: All right. Well, I'm just telling you as a PSA, it's time to get it's time to get Daisy Duke ready.
0: Hey, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack podcast in the most recent episode of this podcast is going to air on your uh, smart speaker. Doesn't matter where you are. Join us and join the conversation with the podcast text and voicemail line. Messages come straight to my phone. 770-464-6024. All right. On the way here today to the app and podcast network, 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta. What was your hype
1: song? Oh, mine was just like a real upbeat. It's Jamie Johnson in color you should have seen it in color here's the thing about jamie johnson don't you think when chris ableton came along he was like what the yeah hell? I've, I've had that thought before. seriously yeah. what the hell i've been grind- you. i've been grinding it out looking like you and then all of a sudden here you come and you're like the cma darling jamie johnson has had a long a long career in music so the song, In Color, it's its such a great song. It's off uh, his album, That Lonesome Song. If you haven't listened to that, it, I re- went back and sort of re-listened to the whole thing. It is so good. And he's actually in town, if you, for Atlanta peeps, he's in town, if you're listening on Upload Day, he's in town tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday at Coca-Cola Roxy. Is February it Co- 26th, 27th. Oh, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I, think it's, I think it's three, not two nights, two, three nights. Right,
0: so that would be February 26th, yeah. the yeah. Friday, February yeah. 27th.
1: At the Coca Cola which is with, over
0: at Truist Park, where the bracelet.
1: Yeah, and he's with Randy Hauser. I mean, that's going to be a good show. I don't know how rowdy you can get in your pod, but give it a whirl. But here's the thing about Jamie Johnson: he was a Marine for eight years. Did you know that? Did not. Yeah, he's he's great. Love him. Okay, what about you?
0: All right, I'm going to add to the Donna and Caddy Spotify Hypes on Playlist. You ready? I am. Because she deserves it. Taylor Swift, Love Story, the what's she calling them the taylor version the new one um but she's got a specific name that she calls them Redo's. Do you ta- start- no they're called ta- she, she, taylor's version here he, there's a little bit of debate going on right now because in the music industry because the grammys have said that taylor swift is indeed eligible again are you serious for grammys with these new re-recordings i mean she ran the table back when they were originally released every single album for the most part
1: so she could technically win a double grammy yes on the same
0: song yes wow love story has hit number one on the billboard Huck country singles chart she joins dolly now i will always love you uh the only two songs to have hit number one on the chart as originals and then as revisions by the same artist wow dolly did it with herself then she did it with Vince Gill, and then you also had the Whitney Houston version, right? Of uh, from Bodyguard, I think it was. Yep. So congratulations to Taylor Swift. Are you enjoying the new stuff?
1: I do. I like it. I mean, I there's only listened, one so far, right?
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. Because the album is coming out. Yeah. I think. In I, think I think
1: it's great. I think it's a. We talked about it before. I think it's a great uh, redo. It's it's modern. It sounds new. It's good. Play some play some in color
0: from Jamie Johnson, Cadillac Jack. You may be screaming at your smart speaker right now. We can't. Uh, if you're new to podcasting, welcome. This is my second act. And in the podcasting world, you cannot play music.
1: Which just doesn't it's seem crazy fair. That sounds. It just doesn't seem And that's fair. why we
0: have the Spotify Hype Song playlist as a component to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So any of the hype songs that we discuss and any of the episodes going back to January 2020, you can uh, enjoy and listen to and take you back.
1: And we do our best to hum and sing them. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's uh, further fulfill our music obligation to Apple because we are classified as a uh, music podcast. Dangerous, a double album from Warren Wallen. The first album to spend its first six weeks at number one since The Chase from Garth Brooks in nineteen ninety two. Nearly thirty years. Ago. Is my math right? Nearly okay, thirty years I ago.
1: I forgot about that album until you had it until you said it. The Chase. Totally oh, wait, forgot the about checkerboard it. Checkerboard. Yeah. Album cover. Yeah. It's amazing. What does that say to you about radio and the state of music and everything? What's going on?
0: That radio no longer is really a factor. That fans uh, and, and, and music lovers are going to find. And I think this has been going on a long time.
1: But that they're really mm. in control. They control the charts. The 100%. fans 100%. Sure. Yes. Buying power. But radio used to.
0: Absolutely it did. It used to be the Goliath. But through the years, and again, this change has been going on for a long, long time. As, as streaming and downloading have have moved in to the music arena, And where music fans can consume their music, it's no longer dictated by radio, which it was for so, so long, and by the record labels even, who would say, this is the single we're going to push.
1: Right. Regardless if someone loves a song off of another song off the album.
0: And I remember, uh, you've heard me in past episodes talk about, uh, I had three tremendous coaches when I was in radio. One of them was Dean Hallam, who passed uh, maybe 10 years ago. Dean, when Tracy Bird was hot, uh, RCA Records was pushing one particular song uh, as a single. But on this album, he had the song 4 to 1 in Atlanta. And Dean says to RCA Records, I like, I like the song you're pushing. But listen, here in Atlanta, Dino's going to play 4 to 1 in Atlanta. And RCA Records just freaked out. Because if you didn't have Kicks back in the time, and Kicks was one of the largest country stations in America, if you did not have spins and support on kicks, your single wasn't,
1: it wasn't going was to do as well. There was only
0: yeah. a certain uh, point on the chart where the, that song was going to peak if you did not have the support of kicks. And Odina, Odina, listen, we're in Atlanta. We're going we're gonna, to, Tracy Bird sings four to one in Atlanta. It's a song about our city. That's a song we're going to play here in Atlanta. RCA flipped. Withdrew the single that they were going to push from Tracy Bird, and then pushed four to one in Atlanta nationwide. Because the otherwise, single.
1: they would have been competing against themselves in a weird way. That
0: is the power yeah. of uh, of radio back in the day, and that power is no longer there.
1: Well, and I remember that you know you would always say it was almost like frustrating in a way because people would always, you know, even pre social media would call into the station and be like, "How come you're not playing this song? How come you're not playing this artist?" Because the perception was that. Um, radio personalities had control over playlists and that you were literally picking records and choosing them, you know, and back in the way, 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 way old days. That was the case. When I was in college, I did. Yeah, that was the case.
0: uh, 680 Country WRGC.
1: But you had more control over your playlist and what you wanted to play, but it was so locked and loaded. And people don't understand that there were times like, you know, in morning drive, say, you know, you're trying to get people up to get up for their day. And to, you know, and say something had happened. I, and I think a 9-11 was a perfect example when that happened. And there was some song that was going to come on or whatever. And that was the only time you really had the ability to move things around. When something maybe broke in the news and for whatever reason a song you were about to play was not going to be kind of appropriate. You know what I mean at that time. But, and a lot of times you would catch stuff too. People who, because if you're sitting in there you catch stuff and just how the mood and the tempo. I mean it's like. You want to send people, like, off-road in Morning Drive? Play, play like, Highway 20
0: Ride. It's oh, like my God. Baby. Or
1: Vince Gill, like, you know, on that lonesome high. It's like, oh, boy, you know. And the whole, the whole purpose is, is it's, it's, it is like being a DJ in a club, in a way, you know, to bring the mood up and to get people, you know, ready for their day, not to bring them down. Because the minute someone hears a downer song, they're going to hit the button.
0: And, and not only do radio personalities have zero choice in the, in the songs that are played in, in what order uh, or even added or played on the radio station, period. That decision used to be made locally by music director. That was the title, music director. And at Kix, legendary music director for, gosh, over 20 years, Johnny Gray. Love him. Who ran Nashville from Atlanta. Um, and now radio playlists are not even controlled locally. They're controlled by, by, at a corporate level. And you're told... Hear the songs you're adding, and so if uh, a radio company has 800 country stations, and just making that number up, then all 800 are going to play these three songs in heavy rotation, these six songs in medium, and these ten songs in light rotation.
1: But what's so interesting about that comment is that so a a situation like Morgan Wallen's, you know, pre-streaming, pre all of that, if if a radio conglomerate, a group that, you know, controlled a a large percentage of radio stations had decided to remove his music, that would be devastating to a career. However, what we were talking about in the beginning, that hasn't happened in this case. Because fans and people who are diehard Morgan Wallen fans are like, I don't listen to him on the radio anyway.
0: Less than 10 years ago, the Morgan Wallen um, story would have absolutely ended his career. Dixie Chicks. True, very good point.
1: You know, but they've crawled their way back into into relevancy through streaming.
0: I also read where there were plans for Morgan Wallen to do a stadium tour. Yeah, I'm sure you're talking about venues that are three, four times larger than the ones that he was playing. That That's how fast his his star rose because of his music and the support. And so now everybody's kind of everybody, meaning the music industry, is kind of watching to see what Big Loud his record company is going to do we talked about that, the whole um, suspend, uh, we're going to suspend them indefinitely.
1: Yeah. Well, that's
0: just kicking the can down the road is what that is. They're just going to wait and let everything kind of play out. Take the temperature of the room. If you take the temperature of his fans, they would buy tickets right now and sell out Mercedes-Benz Stadium in a Morgan Wallen concert. Yeah. He could probably do two or three shows at Mercedes-Benz Stadium because he would pull from all over the Southeast, if not the nation. Yeah. So. Interesting. Let's have a Tiger Woods conversation. Am I the only one Donna. Yeah. This is the great thing about podcasting is you can say what you think. Go ahead. You can say what's on your mind. And we're going to have a brief conversation at the end of this episode about last episode and Senator Ted Cruz. Okay, go ahead. Which I still stand by. Am I the only one that is surprised? Either way, surprised about the media coverage of Tiger Woods and this accident in L.A.
1: This week. Well, you and I have talked about this. I do think he's still... He is relevant in the sports I think that
0: he's one of the most recognized athletes in the world. Well, I like it. But they broke into Young and Restless. I mean, well, is every, I just, I'm surprised, again, for better or worse, I'm just surprised at the amount of media attention, constant, nonstop media attention that this story has gotten.
1: Yes, Jay, yeah. Well I think they thought it was going to be a different kind of story Number one
0: Well the media wanted uh, uh, Jim Beam bottles to come rolling out yeah. of the Genesis SUV Because they want to beat Tiger back down now, That's that's one of the reasons there's so much media coverage Totally agree they're, they're, The media would have been giddy If during the press conference the LA County Sheriff had said We smelled liquor
1: Or he was incoherent His yeah. eyes were dilated Yeah
0: we think he was under the influence. The media would have just, that, that's the storyline that they wanted. That, that's the news cycle for Tiger Woods that they want.
1: Well, and when, you know, it quickly came out, I mean, obviously it was changing. The details were changing. But, you know, they were quick to say that they did not, there was no alcohol. They did not think that it was, the accident was caused by, you know, a drunk driving accident or whatever. And you could probably hear a collective like, hmm, you know, in the media because they were hoping it was going to be the other way. Um, You and I just got finished watching the Tiger documentary, which the timing is just kind of crazy. And um, the first part of the documentary is all about his young life and how he was groomed to go into golf and his father Earl and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. The second half is about kind of the imploding of his life. And very similar to what we talked about on a previous podcast about Britney Spears, I had forgotten so much of that. Obviously, you don't forget, you know, the the incident in Orlando on Thanksgiving. Everybody remembers that with the wife and allegedly in the golf clubs and the accident and all of this stuff. But I forgot everything leading up to that. The partying, the women, the, the mistress, Rachel Yucatel. I mean, I, I it was almost like because he had been so off the radar for so long. And to me, I said to you, the most fascinating thing, because you know I love a sports documentary. We all know that. The most fascinating thing out of it was not the rise and fall, the mistresses, the, you know, the the substance abuse, any of that. The most fascinating thing to me was that he went
0: He picked up a girl at Perkins.
1: No, well, that was pretty fascinating, but that he went and trained with the Navy SEALs. And that his management company and the people around him allowed this to happen to like let one of these the top the the top golfer at the time in the world to go and do this and as I said to you I don't I think at that time it was kind of what was going on in Tiger's life nobody could tell him no but these people these seals treated him like another seal for training it wasn't like the VIP tour they slammed him to the ground they kicked him and I'm not saying right or wrong here I mean they were doing their official training with Tiger Woods. But that's where all of his back problems started. And that that was the most fascinating thing to me was watching back on some of the tournaments and he would shoot a shot and literally fall to the ground in pain. And I know I don't know 100% but I know from other people's lives and things that have happened that's probably where the downfall started. I think a lot of people thought he couldn't recover from his golf game because of all the crap that went on with him and his wife Elon. I don't think that was it. I think it was the back pain caused him to get hooked on to pills. And that's when the downside started. But where it came from was this training with the Navy SEALs, which was crazy, fascinating.
0: Here is the LA County Sheriff from the first press conference yesterday.
1: At 7, 12 in the morning, Lomita Sheriff Station received a call of a solo vehicle collision. We arrived on scene at 7, 18 AM and discovered the solo vehicle collision. The sole occupant was Tiger Woods. They did not see any evidence of impairment, anything of concern. Upon arrival, observed one person trapped. The holligan tube, which is used for prying, and an axe was also used to pry the person free from the vehicle. The person was packaged at the incident in stable condition with serious injuries. They were transported to Harbor UCLA Hospital.
0: First voice you heard was the sheriff. Last voice, second voice you heard there was the L.A. County Fire Chief. The initial report about the accident was that the jaws of life, the jaws of life were used to remove Tiger from his SUV. The media loved that because it it further sensationalized the story. You don't get out the jaws of life unless what? Unless somebody's really in trouble. Then it comes out that indeed the jaws of life were not even called to the scene. They popped the windshield of the SUV open and pulled him through uh, the windshield Entertainment Tonight last night still led. And and I know that the uh, that story was corrected, that there were no Jaws of Life used. That story was corrected mid-afternoon Eastern, 3 o'clock. E.T., though, which we get here in Atlanta at 730 Eastern, uh, that, that that was the lead, the Jaws of Life. They, they still hadn't gone in and, and, and removed that the story, from yeah. the episode that aired, uh, but just sensationalizing the, the entire thing. It was a 2021 SUV that it was driving. Yeah,
1: got to talk about this.
0: Uh, a Genesis.
1: Yeah, so brand new. Genesis is kind of a new model. Um, it's a higher-end. Manufacturer. You know, manufacturer, yeah. It's a higher-end um, car company. And they're very um, subtle in their marketing and what they've done so far. And so they were a sponsor. The reason Tiger, and he was staying in a hotel, which that was a whole other thing. People like, because he has a girlfriend right now. That a long-term girlfriend. And everybody was like, oh, he's probably cheating on her in the hotel. He was involved in his own charity golf tournament that Genesis was a sponsor of. So I said to you, how ironic is it that Genesis steps out to sponsor this golf tournament? Probably had vehicles, you know, all over the golf course. He's driving one. It had the little...
0: The logo. The logo on the emblem
1: it, on the side of it.
0: The one that had crashed.
1: Yes. And so, you know, God knows how much money they've spent, you know. And then... Their SUV is crumpled up. I mean, it was a, it was a bad accident. You know, the, the, you couldn't even tell what the SUV was. People thought it was a Bentley or something. And it's crumpled up on the side of the highway. But in an ironic twist to marketing, I will guarantee you, I said this to you yesterday, more people, once it came out what kind of vehicle it was, more people Googled Genesis last night than probably Tiger Woods. What the hell is a Genesis? What is this? I've never seen this SUV before. Do so you think before. it
0: turned out to be a good thing for them? In a weird way, yeah, I know I get that, but yeah, a, a positive way though with people, yeah. interested in the the manufacturer. That's the, the
1: ultimate guerrilla marketing. I mean, they didn't. Well, they didn't crash the car, but I'm just saying it. You know, did you know? he would say, or did that? Did, did you know that? Did you know that uh, there was an? You know, there's a charity tournament going on. Did you know Genesis was a sponsor? Do you really care? Now you're interested,
0: right? Because of the the choppers.
1: It was kind of an odd SUV. You could tell it was a different, you know, so I don't know. It's kind of strange the way things happen. I will say um, this morning I was reading something where they said that where he crashed, there's a um, runoff ramp because evidently a lot of people have had crashes there. And they said he was speeding and I'm sure he's, you know, listen, he's in a new SUV. He's like probably whatever. He's in a hurry. I wish him the best. I like Tiger. I I I think like, um, I love a good redemption story, you know. And I think, you know, it, it was like, he was a mess. An undisputed mess. But I will also say from watching the first half of the documentary, if you haven't watched it, it's really good. It's called Tiger and it's two parts.
0: So who is it Netflix or Hulu?
1: It was. Um, Hulu. It, and it's also on FX. Yeah, Hulu and FX. Um, he's another one. I don't want to compare him to Britney Spears, but... When someone's childhood is stolen from them, either by their parents, by the media, by the machine, there's there's some stunting that goes on, like a stunting of growth that goes on, you know, and eventually, you know, his his childhood was so controlled. I mean, so controlled by his father. You know, I look back on that. I mean, he started hitting golf balls at like two, three years old. Remember, he was like on the Johnny Carson show. And I mean, repetitive, repetitive, repetitive strokes constantly. And so I think, you know, he had this darling personality that nobody, you know, everybody thought he was just this sweet, you know, sweet tiger. And his mom and his dad, you would always see his mom, his sweet mom and his dad with him. And then when he, you know, Vegas became his playground and he thought it was so discreet. Well, guess what? There's always somebody with a ring camera or footage or something. You know that. We've learned that through these last set of stories. But um, I think, you know, again, doesn't. It doesn't mean that if you have that kind of childhood, you should grow up to like cheat on people and all of that stuff. But I think if you watch the first half of the documentary, you're like, dang, this was bound to happen at some point.
0: I compared the Genesis logo placement and attention that the Genesis logo has gotten or the brand in the past 24 hours whether good or bad too we have a crane right now in uh, midtown Atlanta that has been leaning over West Peachtree Street for nearly a week
1: it's like crane watch
0: and there's the construction company has their logo on the crane and 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 the TV stations here in Atlanta have been i mean there's a live shot in the bottom left of your screen during the news they're just waiting for it to fall uh, and i don't believe that that's going to happen and they for days now have been trying to take down the crane that uh, that's leaning over West Peachtree but that construction company I would have sent someone up immediately and removed the logo.
1: How are they going to get up on the crane? The crane's leaning. Figure it out. Well, if they can figure it out, they
0: can fix the crane. Well, they're fixing the crane. Thank you to the wonderful doctors and hospital staff at Harbor UCLA uh, UCLA Medical Center, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, and the Fire Department. Your support and assistance has been outstanding. Uh, Posted on Twitter, uh, Tiger's official Twitter account, verified Twitter account in the last few days. And uh, we know that um, he suffered a... Open fracture in his right leg. Bone was shattered in at least two places. Broke through the skin. So doctors used a rod to stabilize it, according to the medical team. And he was in rehab. Not, I mean, not, not I mean, he was rehabbing. How about that? Still yeah, because was, of, yeah. of back surgery and things. Yeah, it
1: doesn't sound good.
0: Get all crazy, and and pick your ride. Get behind the wheel of the ride that you that that, that that's either uh, makes sense. Or that you just want to get behind of just because it's beautiful weather, like a a a um, a sporty coupe because it's sunny. Maybe you want to put the top down. Maybe if you have uh, you're traveling for spring break, which is coming. Up. Can you believe that again? We were just yeah. talking about the fact that it's the end of February right now. Spring break's coming up uh, for a lot of folks. Maybe you need a uh, larger SUV to transport the family. With the Hertz My Car program, here's what happens: um, you can exchange a ride up twice a month from sporty coupes and spacious SUVs you can choose. Pickup trucks, luxury sedans, everything in between. Hertz offers you the right car right where you need it. Here's how uh, you become part of the Hertz My Car program. You go to Hertz.com slash My Car. H-E-R-T-Z. Hertz.com slash My Car. Um, you enroll. And in, in, in the program is a monthly subscription program. Here's how it works. There are three all-inclusive subscription tiers that offer a variety of vehicles to fit your budget and needs without the long-term commitment, starting at just $5.99 per month. So with $5.99 per month, you get that vehicle that you want. Uh, your maintenance, liability protection, and premium roadside assistance, all included. Three all-inclusive subscription tier, starting at just $5.99 per month.
1: It's a great program. And if you haven't, uh, it's true. If you are going on spring break and you, you know, where else would you have the opportunity to swap your vehicle? Maybe you have, uh, you know, four or five seats and that's not going to do it. It is a long ride. Listen, I've done a bunch of them on spring break. You got to have room, got to have room for luggage, floats, bicycles, kids, all kinds of stuff, Yeti coolers. So this gives you the opportunity to try a new car out. Try it out for a week. You get. Mileage included, as we just talked about, and maintenance. If something happens to the car, no worries. You're not going to have to deal with it. And uh, the only thing you have to do is
0: gas and go. Nationwide availability. Experience convenient pickup points. At over 2,000 Hertz U.S. corporate neighborhood or airport locations, a valid credit card must be presented at the time of rental offering. The ultimate transportation flexibility is just one more way. Hertz goes. The extra mile for you. Reach out. We're part of the program. Reach out with any questions that you have. We're happy to uh, to answer any questions that you have, and you can learn more at hertz.com slash my car, h-e-r-t-z.com slash my car. With Dinner Affair, we are taking family time back. Hit the reset button and take back your dinner time. New promo code for $30 off your first order caddy reset 2021.
1: Yeah, every, every night when you're standing in there thinking. Oh, boy, it's that time again. What am I going to
0: do for dinner? Maybe you just run out of ideas, and it happens. Yes,
1: It's, it's not because you're a bad cook. I mean, when you get to hot dogs after you've done breakfast night, when you get to hot dogs, you're
0: like... And tacos, right? The and tacos,
1: time. yeah, we do tacos. Because we do do dinners in between. People ask us all the time, that's not enough food for me to... Uh, how many, you know, how much food am I going to have to order to make it through an entire month? We do meals in between our dinner affair meals. They're not as good. People are not as um, exuberant about dinner time, I will tell you. But, you know, you, you, you can do your regular go-to meals in between but the great thing is someone else is going to come up with new recipes new things for you to eat and that someone is dinner fair. you're not going to have to do anything except put all of the great ingredients together and put it on the plate for dinner
0: kids love the dinner affair keeps out all the spicy sauces uh, onions and other ingredients separate for your pickiest eaters it takes two to three easy steps to get dinner on the table always 100 guaranteed with dinner affair there's no contract there's a money-back guarantee you've got nothing to lose in Dinner Affair. Also, ships nationwide. In the Atlanta area, free contactless delivery. Your meals that you choose every month, depending on the package, the dinner package, the number of meals that you would like for your family, they just appear at your home. Ingredients to prepare. The dinner you ordered. Separate in bags so you can add what you want leave out what your kids don't. Dinneraffair.com. Dinner, dot $30 off your first order. Uh, such a generous offer from Ken and Stephanie. Who owned Dinner Fair here in Atlanta? $30 off your first order. Caddy Reset 2021 is the promo. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy signed laws to legalize marijuana in the state, which is good news because it's been almost 20 years since New Jersey added a new smell. First, we have Bon Jovi, Hope Token, Chris Crispy, Forgettables, Bruce Springstoned. Dank Sinatra, but a Bing, Jersey Turnpipe, and finally, Ganja Ghoul. There you go. That's- Jimmy Kimmel naming the new strains of Jersey weed and a first clip from Late Night with Seth Meyers about Jersey legalizing marijuana for recreational use. The 15th state,
1: I think. 15th 17? state. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. There are three specific sexy features, none which uh, I have.
1: Oh, no. Well, you're sexy in your own way.
0: Which, according to women, if, if you have these three sexy features, men, you're the best in bed. Says who? The 4,550 women that were surveyed. Okay. Clocking in at first, facial, hail, uh, facial hair, uh, beards. 73% of participants in, in the survey claimed that their best sex partner sported a, heavily, uh, a, a heavy beard, a thick beard. Have you ever been with a bearded man?
1: Mm. Donna. <laughs> Just thinking. Well, I mean,
0: if you have to think about it.
1: Well, I'm thinking, like, is it someone who maybe could sport a beard? No, no. Yes, I have.
0: Yes. You've been with a bearded man?
1: Yes. Yes. Why are we talking about this?
0: When were you with a bearded man?
1: I don't want to talk about it. Sometime. At some point. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Men that have brown eyes are best in bed.
1: Why? I mean, why? Why? How? How? Here, how did they do this survey? Did they ask these women, okay, what color eyes did your best lover have?
0: And I'm all sure these women said brown? Something similar to that. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right.
0: And men sporting piercings and tattoos came in third as uh, being sexy features of men who are best in bed. Hmm. Ever been with a tatted man? I'm not,
1: well, I don't know how. This, man. I don't know how this um, segment. Denigrated into me talking about my past Relationships yes uh, I don't I'm not getting into this
0: yeah they right, So we're done with this yeah segment? I think so oh, We're moving on
1: <laughs> I think so yeah
0: do you remember the first Time that you drove with one of your parents like you Weren't legal yet but they took you to the church Parking lot uh,
1: yeah
0: uh, And they said get behind the wheel
1: actually No my parents didn't do that again our parents Didn't do that I got a stick shift Suzuki sidekick I had never driven A stick shift before Okay, my dad was like, We're gonna go drive this car. You gotta learn how to drive this car if it's gonna be your car. I'm like, Okay, yeah. I mean, I kind of need to know that because I had that big, you know, the big stick shift that almost looked like an antenna. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we, my driveway went up. It was low at the bottom and it went up really high. And we had these in ground trash cans. This is gonna sound crazy, but there used to be like in our neighborhood, there was a hole. And it had a lid on it. And so the trash can went down into it. And you would just pull out the metal can. And th- that's what they would do. They would come by the trash service. They'd pull out the metal can, dump it into the truck, and put the metal can back in. The thing was up. The lid to was up. I came up the driveway so fast, my tire got stuck in the in-ground trash can. And so I'm like, oh, my God. And you know what happened? Charlie quit. He's like, you don't need this car.
0: And he just left you to learn how to drive a stick on your own?
1: Well, he, he left me stuck in the trash can. And, of course, my mom had to come out there, and she was like, Charlie, Charlie you know, this ain't going to work. If this is the way we're going to do it. But he would take me purposely and, like, put me on hills and be like, okay, figure I out your to stick drive. shift.
0: Same thing. I learned to drive a stick. And, and it was my stepmother at the time, Brenda. Um, she was the one that took me out. And but did would, you
1: practice, or were they yes. just kind of like, "Here you go"?
0: No, we, there was a little bit of practice, but I remember being on that hill with that clutch in. Oh, that first and, it, time, and it starts rolling back. And you're on a road, like you're not in a parking lot. And or the a park and like
1: the light you're, is getting ready to change. You're
0: sweating. Sweat. You're sweating, sweating. You're sweating if because if it stalls, they're going to run into the back. You roll of you. back. Yes. Which happens all the
1: time. And now we coddle these children; they're driving around with our cars. Didn't have. Lane reminders and navigation, navigation, rear and camera, backwards. I mean, I'm cameras. glad. Listen, I'm so glad kids have that, obviously for safety features. But
0: Charlotte is our 14 year old daughter, about to turn 15 uh, within a month. So we have been practice driving both of us with with Charlotte. Where did you, the two of you went to?
1: We went to like um, a parking lot beside, like off Windward, like off just a big parking lot, right. and sort of practiced.
0: We were going to go to a park this past Sunday. And they were playing ball in all the parking lots. There's like seven fields. And there were cars in all the seven fields, uh, parking lots. And I thought, eh, let's go somewhere else. Our 17-year-old daughter, Olivia, had recommended North Point Church, which is a mega church here in Atlanta, uh, known nationally. Uh, led The flock is, is led by Andy Stanley, whose father, Charles Stanley, led Atlanta First Baptist. And with the exception of maybe the nine services that they have on Sunday, the parking lot's pretty empty. And it's huge. I mean, it's like Disney World-esque type parking lot. Yeah. I took her there, and I thought it was funny, very interesting, that there were at least four other SUVs or vi- practicing with, mm-hmm. with their parents in this parking lot. So North Point, I guess, when there aren't services going on, is known as the go-to place with your kids to teach them how to parallel park or, or just drive. Mm-hmm. How did you think she did?
1: Mm, she was timid at first. And my favorite one is always the questions, but they're they're legitimate questions. Like she gets into the other side of the car and she's like, wait, is the brake this one way up high? And she had her knee like way, you know, up. And I'm like, no, that's the parking. Like, that's the parking brake. The brake is on the left. She's like, is the gas the big one or the square one or the rectangle? And I'm like, oh, no. I, you know, I've told you, like when Will first started driving, Will is our 21 year old. He was my first driver. For some reason, like you were a little nervous with him, I was pretty calm with him. He he did not understand that you don't gas it in curves, you know. And it's like, whoa, we're coming in hot. With Olivia, I was very who's seven or seventeen year old. I was very nervous, and we joked that she was so sl- such a slow driver, she was going to get rear ended. Now that's all, of course all changed. With Charlotte, I'm very calm when she's driving. For me,
0: it's. But I, you've never been out of a parking lot, right?
1: No. Okay. She turns the wheel like a truck. Like she turn, uses both hands and does this thing, turning thing with it. But for me, I almost forgot I was teaching her how to drive and I just got so sad because, I mean, she's our baby, you know? And I know eventually they have to grow up and I get all that stuff. But I'm just telling you, it was like in an instant looking in your rearview mirror and seeing her in a car seat and then seeing her drive. It was just like, oh, this is terrible. Terrible Were you sad No no, yeah. I knew the answer to that one And not in a, This is not a negative thing toward you You're just a very much like This is where they are in their life It's time for them to learn how to do this And I'm always like oh my gosh Looking back like they were so little She's the baby how did, you, how did we get here I can't believe she's driving You know Olivia was a very serious driver Will kind of was too They didn't cut up a lot Charlotte will be like Oh boy, I'm I'm coming toward the curb. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, she's very funny. You know what I mean? I I hope he's not coming this way. I might hit him. You know, I'm like, okay, let's don't say that.
0: We don't have a license uh-uh. or insurance.
1: Uh-uh. Oh. Oh.
0: She was trying to uh she had when, when we first <laughs> got to the parking lot, she had one mm-hmm. foot on the gas and yeah. one foot. She was gonna try to two pedal it, two foot it. And I said, no, you I can't said, do Charlie, that. you can't do that. I said, yeah. You use and she had on Crocs. Which yeah, you cannot
1: drive in Crocs.
0: Leaving the house, and that'll never happen yeah. again. But I said, number <laughs> one, you can't drive in Crocs, right now, anyway. Yeah. And then number two, you, you use one foot, and she she had a problem juggling that concept a little bit. Well, what always comes up with
1: up. what always comes up with you, as you know, is what is we well. Go. Dad drives with his knee. I do. Yeah, that's what all the kids say. Well, why do I have to use two feet? Dad drives with his knee. Because like, dad's oh, a grown man.
0: God. Dad's a grown man.
1: Mom, have you ever seen Dad drive with his knee? I'm like, oh boy. So I was like how do you get How do you get so good That you can drive with your knee I'm like you years, don't Years of practice you, you don't Years of practice Yeah you don't Yeah it's just a Yeah she's gonna be She'll be 15 March 10th Unbelievable
0: She was driving my Jeep I'm in a Jeep right now Jeep mm. regular Which I love mm. uh, You I'd look always so want, cute I always Jeep. wanted to drive a Jeep I never You know for for 26 years I drove General Motors product Because I endorsed General Motors Whether you know GMC or Chevy I never drove For my entire adult life I've never driven anything but a GM product. And uh, I've always wanted a Jeep. I'm in a Jeep Wrangler right now. And Charlotte did well in the Jeep Wrangler. Um, I want to spend a moment, though, on the culture of Jeep drivers. Because it is exhausting to drive a Jeep. Exhausting. Because of this. Um, you, um, the peace sign. You, 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 you throw the sign up. Okay,
1: what Every. are you doing right now? Are you throwing a sign? A am sign. sign. What are you I throwing? I'm throwing
0: a sign. And I have so many questions about this. And if you are a member, we would love to have someone who is deep into the Jeep culture on the podcast to answer some of these questions. For instance, if there is, if it's a three-lane road or a four-lane road and you're coming, you're approaching, we're approaching one another and we're both in Jeeps.
1: Like a divided highway. What,
0: yes. Do, okay. do, do we still flash? Okay. Okay. Do I flash if you are to the side, whether left or right?
1: What if you're behind, what if they're behind
0: you? What, they're, they're, they're. If you're parked, if you're both, not parked, but if you're both stopped, like at a stoplight, and you're crossing one another, yeah, do you, do you flash the sign?
1: You're like, hey girl.
0: The anticipation of whether or not someone approaching you in a Jeep is going to toss the sign up also is exhausting.
1: And who's the tosser? Like are you? Is the other person?
0: And then you're so disappointed if you toss first the sign up, and then they don't at all.
1: Yeah, you've gotten mad a couple of times when you're like, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. That, I'm not doing that. that I'm all. not doing it anymore. I'm not not I, do I, it. I I'm
0: about to the point though. I've been in the Jeep about a month. I'm about to the point where I'm just I'm 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 kind of done with the game. Let's just drive. But there's so many Jeep Wranglers and Jeeps up where we live.
1: I know, and I'm always like with you, like I told you a couple of weekends ago it was beautiful. And I said, There's all these trails. You need to take this sucker off road. And you're like, uh, no. oh, like, take that. the top off. Yeah, I'm, take the top I'll, I'll off. I'll never the get the top back on.
0: I'll never get the top back on. And then the next day it's gonna rain. And I, I'm just not doing that. I'm not doing that. But I'm enjoying being behind the wheel for the first Are time. You? Okay. I, I am, but it's just exhausting. The anticipation and the 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 anxiousness about whether or not
1: you can take your doors off too. Yeah, I'm like, take your top off, take your doors off. You know, it's a lot of work. Okay.
0: Reach out to me though. Uh, social media at ATL Cadillac on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, on the podcast, text, voicemail line, 770-464-6024. I'd love to have somebody on to talk about the Jeep culture, which I, I, I respect. I think it's great that everybody seems to be one big group.
1: It's funny how there's, people. like, different cultures, like.
0: There's not another there's culture, like, though. I mean, the, 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 the motorcycle people do it, but is, well, is there another. GMC
1: Jeep? people do a little, don't they do a little sign?
0: I've never, 26 years I drove GMC trucks, and I never th- threw up a sign. I
1: think so, yeah.
0: Okay, well, I feel really left out then, because for 26 years.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you haven't been in the club.
0: Something for all your home needs and all at great prices. Gallery Furniture, Ask for the Wolfman, Ask for Donna, 1600 Browns, Bridge Road, Gainesville. Living room set, sofa sectional, love seat recliners. They've got it all. Local Support local businesses. Gallery Furniture has been around for nearly three decades. You know the story of the Wolfman, Donna's father. And back, uh, uh, what, in the late 80s and early 90s, they did thousands of TV commercials. And Donna would agree with me, low-budget TV commercials. And that was all by design. Yeah. And we were up at the store the other day, the, the warehouse and showroom. Donna was talking about how um, she found just like a, a box of all of these old DVDs with commercials. She's got some great outtakes. Well, Wolfman would often forget that he was mic'd up. Mm. And he would go to the restroom or he would go. What? Mm. Or he would go somewhere and, and just to get away from it all. Yeah. And, and he would be talking to Donna. And, and Wolfman is. Um, he was a colorful person. He was very, very well put, Donna. He was yes. a very colorful person, and Donna would have to say, "Daddy, you can't say that. Your mic's on." Yeah. Because there'd be people back in the booth on the, you know, at the, at the studio that could hear, and that was also a problem in radio. Sometimes you always forgot, you often forgot that when you were live on location, that there are people back at the studios that are listening to everything that the conversations that are being had. And there's some very colorful conversations that, that are had between the songs and radio. But Donna would have to be like, "Daddy, you can't say that word."
1: Yeah. <laughs> But the point to all this Is that they are legendary In Atlanta Legendary
0: There's always a meme Floating around somewhere On social media About Wolfman and, Donna. and You're not from Atlanta If you don't know Wolfman If you don't know this duo Wolfman and Donna.
1: Yeah and like We need right now Upstairs in all of our kids rooms We need new mattresses You know how like You get to the point where I don't know if you've like Sat on your kids mattresses lately But it's like What happened Like they jump on them When they're little And they're you know There's all this stuff And so mattresses Can be very expensive And gallery is a great place If you want to come And knock out you know three four mattresses um, you can probably do that for the price of what you would normally get one for somewhere else and that's the great thing about gallery that we've been hearing from a lot of people is some of the things that you you know you may know them for recliners you may know them for sectionals because you know we talk about that a lot but they have everything if you're looking for you know an office desk if you're looking for a console table for a TV rugs they had bar carts beautiful rugs when we were up there so again If you need any piece of furniture for your house before you step into one of the big box retailers or before you hit your cart online and get those 10 boxes in that you have to put together, it is worth it to, you know, either call up and talk to Don and Marilyn if you're, you know, don't have the time right now to drive up to Gainesville or make the drive up this weekend and
0: they'll help you out. Revamp website to askforthewolfman.com. dot ask for You can get your Wolfman and Donna merch there as well. Financing is available. Listen again, locally owned business. They're going to work with you and help you out. Recliners got to probably two dozen rows of them. Start at two sixty nine. Sixteen hundred. Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Gallery Furniture. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Wow. See, we have a void here with content, mm-hmm. so we're going to fill it with uh, riffraffdonnabuys Donna buys on Instagram. I'm and am ready. Shipping.
1: I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready okay. I've kind of been working on my song to see if I can get it less pitchy well
0: let's let's hear it see all
1: right here we go ready mm-hmm. count me down
0: one and a two and a one two three four
1: you see it you mm. want it you don't really need it
0: all right that's good let's keep it? working okay let's keep working all right it's a work in progress when you told me you were going to order this product I I I said from the beginning why why are we wasting money on
1: elevated pet feeders please
0: well they're recommended we spend so much money on these pets and these pets are coddled we woke up this morning and there were three animals in 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 the bed with us in our bedroom we had two coon hounds and a tabby cat
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yep which we didn't go to bed with i, I ask you and that I one s-
0: will carry his blanket in
1: yes i ask you i said does that ever remind you of like your college days like you get in the bed and then you wake up and there's a whole different situation going on and you said no. I said I never had that problem. Mm-hmm.
0: Clearly someone did. That. I have not. However. So what, what's the purpose? How much did this ref cost and why?
1: Um I think the bowls were like 14.99. So the the company Each- is cr- no, total. So the uh, the company's called Petter Days. I saw it on Instagram. And I know if you've kind of, again, if you love pets, you this one has probably come up for you, along with those pet beds, which we're going to talk about next week, the furry, furry big pet beds. They come up all the time. But this is an elevated feeding system. And vets have said that both dogs and cats need elevated feeding because it allows the food to go down better. They don't eat as quickly, which can be a problem for dogs. And for cats, it's supposed to eliminate all of the throwing up.
0: Golly, that's such a problem with ours Oh my gosh. Yes, three. We have a mean M-E-A-N, a Siamese cat.
1: Okay, her name is Ming. M I N G. Okay.
0: Because she's mean, and then we got Fudge, and then we have uh, the other one. I don't know his name. The orange cat. Zippy. Zippy. Yep. And there's just cat throw up everywhere, and you okay. can hear him at all hours. <laughs> sounds like my mother when she wakes up.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Anyway. But I still see. And hear that
1: No it's not Actually they're not They're not throwing up Hairballs and stuff as much So anyway But here's the best part Of the little -er The -er Mm petterdays cat feeder Mm -hmm. They look like Kitty cat faces They have little ears They're plastic bowls Which plastic is better Mm, Actually no I'm thinking this I don't know Plastic is better I think I was told That like The other kinds better Anyway You want to keep them Also from getting Like they can get The little um, cat acne If they're eating Out of bowls That aren't clean um, and they'll get it under their little chin. If you have any cats that have a little cat acne, that could be what's going on with their little feeders. But anyways, I've been very happy with them. The only problem that I will tell you, because I like to tell you the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be just like, you know. I got you, you make th- nothing off of this. No, no. Oh, clearly no. So <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> the bowls, you have to snap the two bowls into the feeder because it's elevated. Follow me here. And it kind of leans a little bit. So two things. You can't fill the cat bowls, which I had to tell the children, which I don't, they never fill up cat bowls. But anyway, they filled them up so high, they lean. So guess what happened to all the cat food? It It all spilled out on the floor. That's number one. Number two, you have to snap the bowls into the feeder. And they're kind of hard. The best thing to do is snap them in first before you fill the bowl. And then get a little cup and fill the bowls. Because if you try to fill the bowls and snap them in, they're going to flip over and the cat food's going to come out. But other than that, I'm thrilled. I mean, it's fourteen ninety nine for heaven's sakes. Is it not worth a try for the cats?
0: We'll include a link in the Saturday's letter.
1: We'll we'll put cat mm-hmm. pictures in there too of our three cats.
0: Okay. Yes. I don't have any. Do you? I, uh, All right. yeah, tons, I have Tons. I have plenty of the dogs, but I have tons none of the cats. on my camera roll. Subscribe to the letter. Hit your inbox every Saturday morning at nine ten. If you do that, uh, you know, sometime in the next twenty four hours, if you're listening on upload day, you're guaranteed to get the Saturday's letter. Hit your inbox at nine ten, that's by design. Text left on red, that's one thing. Left on red, red is the color R E D. Left on red to the number two two eight two eight. Bam, you get it. Alternative episode titles, pictures to complement the stories that you've heard uh, during the week's two episodes, and uh, funny memes and weekend weather stuff like that. Left on red to the number two two eight two eight. Pop P for this episode is Jennifer Brannon. Jennifer, big supporter of the podcast, and we love her. Uh, sent me a message, a text on the podcast text line. Writes, uh, love the podcast and the segment with Mr. Al. Just melted my heart. Also, I related to Donna, being videoed by your children, because my 16-year-old does the same exact thing. Two separate podcasts here. We had Mr. Al on talking about the Donut Man. Yes. who uh, A three-year-old, Leo Appen, who lives here in, in Alpharetta. And delivers on Sunday mornings, his dad drives him around to different homes, assisted living homes, fire stations, police stations, and he delivers donuts to people to put a smile on their face. And he wears a little donut robe.
1: Yes. And then we also talked about um, these kids, are that they're videotaping you. I called
0: Charlotte the other day, coming up from a carpool. Yeah. Filming something. And I got ugly. I said, Charlotte, you can't. And that, that's the video, by the way, that makes it onto social media is the one where you get on them about it because they're still filming.
1: Oh, Yeah. I also have a pod peep. Melissa reached out to me and said, uh, Donna, OMG, my floor routine music and gymnastics was thoroughly modern Millie. We talked about that, that that's what I tap danced to when I came in third place and raised hell. Uh, For probably two years, I danced and tumbled to that song. You brought back so many memories hearing you say you tapped to that song. So lots of people. Enjoying the thoroughly modern Millie.
0: I live without power and water and sub freezing temperatures for three days. If you think anybody expected Ted to fix the power, you're wrong. We expected him to be a leader, not leave the community to fend for itself. You're smart enough to get it. Anytime you want me on your podcast to explain what kind of gaslighting and pandering BS this episode is and how you and how off you are on it and I'm available, I don't think Twitter does how wrong you are justice. Okay. I have no idea what most of that means. Uh in, in reference to the last episode about Senator Ted Cruz, who took off for sandals resort with his family, um, because it was cold. Yeah. In Texas I stand by it and and, and Will
1: yeah I I do too too. I mean my, my thing was And I've said this before I don't want to go back Through the episode but If he had been head of The power company I would Feel differently I think That I don't I think Ted Cruz is completely Incompetent I always have So I don't know what he Could have done even if he Had been there you know But that wasn't my point I don't want to try to go That direction it wasn't That he was incompetent I Do think he's incompetent I Don't think he could have Done anything to get the Power on faster and, and I've also seen people reach out on that particular um, discussion thread. thread and say he couldn't have won anyway. They're Ted Cruz supporters, that if he stayed, he, would have, he wouldn't have done the right thing. If he left, he didn't do the right thing. So, again, not a political commentary. It was just the fact that if I knew a huge sn- snowstorm was coming and my power was going to be off and I had the ability to leave my house and go somewhere else, I would have done it. It's not about leading or not leading.
0: Uh, another comment on Twitter it wouldn't matter if he had this place this is the one you were talking about if he had stayed and did anything they would never recognize him or give him any credit they can't make up their damn minds don't want him around then demand that he be around
1: but this is the great thing about uh, conversations and podcasting is you can everyone has an opinion
0: somebody sent me a meme too and it's Ted Cruz with uh, going to the airport Uh, takes a trip to Cancun and liberal heads explode and then below that one is a picture of Bill Clinton and uh, Jeffrey Epstein takes 26 trips to Epstein's island and its crickets. Yeah. So, um most of your opinions matter. 7704646024. Uh Dallas is one of our biggest markets, Dallas, Texas for this podcast.
1: Yeah, and I do think the one thing I wanted to say that we did not say last episode is we do have a lot of listeners in Dallas and I know they went through hell. I do.
0: But and- this was never oh, about no. the freezing temperatures and and the the, the, the um and, and the, there was death. The, the conversation was never, it was about Senator Ted Cruz and about me having no problem. Me personally, the, my name's in the podcast, in, in, in the title of the podcast. I can say what's on my mind and I can say what I think and I have no problem. And and someone said to me in, in a conversation that I had with a friend of mine, what if uh, your senator in Georgia did that? I, I Again, I, I wish that I he'd reached out or she had reached out and, and invited me to join them in Puerto Rico or in the Turks and Caicos if, if we were in the middle of a, a an ice and snowstorm where there was it was very cold and there was no power. I do not fault Senator Ted Cruz for doing what he did. I, I personally Cataline kind of chat, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening, I would have done the exact same thing.
1: Well, what I, I wanted to say was mm-hmm. that we do we did I mean we do feel for people who, if you're still struggling out there with but that. Wasn't anything the, going of course
0: on. we do. That's, that's understood, right. Yeah. Yeah, that was never in the conversation. yes, but I had
1: someone say that we talked about that we you know talked about the Nash people in Nashville and that we do have listeners in Dallas and so I didn't want that to go. I, I didn't want th- people to think that we didn't care about the situation in Dallas. We obviously do. We do have listeners out there and we know they struggled greatly. I don't know that they would have struggled any less had if Ted, Ted Cruz, Cruz not gotten on a party. not
0: going to sandals in Cancun. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and thank you for. Uh, Communicate between episodes easy to do and uh, I enjoy it. audio for this episode of my second act from Jimmy Kimmel on ABC late night with Seth Meyers on CBS and Fox News our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen new episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack my second act part of the Appen podcast network